Evening, buddy. Well, good evening. How are we doing? Good, and yourself? Well, pretty good. It seemed like my hand was cutting out here a little bit, but maybe That's we're it? good to go. I don't know. All right. We'll have to see. Hey, yeah. Kevin's with us tonight. You know, I don't think Kevin was with us last week, was he? Don't remember him being uh, on there. You know what? Kevin got a picture of us on the pontoon. There's some uh, friends from the Vetted Patriots <laughs> are back here in North Dakota. So, yeah. <laughs> ah, perfect. Yeah. Good, hey, Brian, good. good to see from you. Good evening, Mr. Fellow MV. Yeah, I love that MVs every week, Brian. Don't stop that, buddy. Yep. Eric's with us tonight. Good to see Eric. Eric never misses very many. He's it's no. got to be. He's really got to be doing something to be. Yeah. Hey, Eric, your video with the thirty thirty is doing good on YouTube for us on the shorts, buddy. It is. Eric says he did some group therapy on the way home from work tonight. Pop some prairie dogs. So that's good to hear. That's good. To like hear. that's the best therapy, man. Hey, whale, whale, hey, how you doing? Evening, whale, whale, uh, sent some pictures in. We got him up on the. On the Facebook page there, he's got himself a new cap and he's got the decals on his truck, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you supporting our gear, brother. Yeah, and I apologize. I was going to have those up on here and I just honestly, I didn't get a chance to, to load them up. So, but yes, thank you very much. We saw him on there. Hey, Blade Rain. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Hey, Andy, how you doing, buddy? Of course, the mayor of Mobridge, Gene Cox. He has joined us tonight. So good. To, I think we got a pretty good show for yeah. him, but yeah. I suppose we should probably get started how we do every single show. And that's uh, all, right. all right. Here it goes. The Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And we start every Absolutely. single show like that. Uh, it's probably, like, I can't say it enough. It's the most important one that we have. Without our firearms, without our rights. We don't have nothing, guys. It's all done. It's checkmate. So. Yep. Yep. You're right, Clayton. 100%, buddy. Yeah. So tonight's show, we got, uh, we're going to do the poll question of the week and discuss the answers on that. And then we got uh, from gunbroker.com from last month, we're going to go through the best selling guns in each category. And then, of course, our Second Amendment bullet points. I think Clay's got a couple. I got a couple. And then yep. we're not having Clay's commie companies this week. We're having Clay's pro second amendment companies and then the happy ending after that so <clears throat> imagine you know it sounds short clay but um <laughs> once we get going and, and get to getting to talking to everybody's comments and that and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun show it'll probably go out an hour and a half so I Lynette, uh, hey good evening gents good evening lynette and we'll probably see you tomorrow night we're coming out uh like i said i'm bringing a couple of vetted patriots out there we're gonna do some shooting at the at the rock range so Oh, awesome. be fun. Yeah. Well, what, before we get going here, why don't we do an ad right away? Let's uh, right. Thank, well, thank our sponsor, Lara Auto Repair, right you down bet. there on <laughs> And we didn't get it. We didn't get a change yet. Sorry, Dougie. But hey, <laughs> right before I play this, Clay, Doug's got another guy coming in. To, he came in today. Gave him a call from watching Guns in the Seven Hundred One. All right, here we go. Great to hear. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. 
That's Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. All right, and again, thanks to Lauer Auto Repair. We can't do it without our sponsors like Lauer Auto Repair and the blind guy of North Dakota. So we want to thank them. If you are getting any work done, do just like the guy did that's going in there here now and tell him that you heard it right here on Guns in the 701. Yeah, do not forget to tell him you heard it on Guns in the 701. And we'll throw this comment up. Gene said he's been watching that 30-30 videos. I'm guessing that 130 grain is a hand load. Yeah, Gene, when I when I was videoing that, when Eric did that, I actually thought it was kind of weird, too, because I'm used to, like, 125s or 150s and 30. So, I, Eric, I know he's listening. Eric, uh, let us know if that was a hand load. Whatever it was, it, it blew the hell out of that uh, <laughs> water yeah. cooler jug. It didn't do as good as that 350 of yours, Clay. I, you, you know, you saw when I hit that, but I mean, it's getting a lot washed a lot more. So lever guns are still pretty popular, I guess. Yep. No, it was great to watch uh, and see how that video is just taking off. Hey, DJ, good to see you. And hope you got my message that uh, I sent to you about the tickets and uh, what he's talking about there. Uh, well, what he was asking was our Farm Bureau raffle, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. All right, Clay, let's get to this poll, buddy. All right. Well, I grab it right here. Here it is. There we go. Guns of 701. <laughs> yes, sir. You come across a group of coyote pups, <laughs> would you? Well, that's pretty resounding there, right there. Uh, yeah. 87%. Uh, do you got the votes on that? Broke down. Uh, I, I do have it. Yeah. Yes, with 87% with 64 votes. No's 12% with nine votes. I, it would be 10 <laughs> votes because I I actually, what, what, what inspired this? <laughs> this poll question was my buddy jay diggity we were out the farm there scouting some deer and i, I saw six coyote pups I'll, I'll put the video up soon enough here but uh yeah he wanted to shoot are you gonna shoot him you're gonna shoot him and i'm like nah I, i'm not gonna shoot him that's why that's why, hey there's these little fawns all over i don't know i guess i just feel like giving them a chance maybe if they're there i'm going up to, i'm going up the ranch this weekend if they're there <laughs> they might not be so lucky but yeah i don't know i just feel like i gotta give them a chance man i know what they're gonna grow up to be and what they're gonna do and what the deer is but i don't know they're just like little puppies man i'm even actually more of a cat guy than i am <laughs> a dog guy but i just look at them like nah i'm like we go over there and they're there you, you can shoot them all you want i'm not don't get me i'm not against anybody doing it clay but That's uh good, it's just I it's not my been. deal. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I, I definitely it would have been a no brainer for me. Right? In fact, I've I've done it, so I guess I'd like, yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah, I would because I'd do it again. Yeah, I mean, if somebody does, I'm not going to turn my head and get a tear in my eye. I'm just going to be like, hey, man, if you want to do it, that's because I totally I totally understand it. What they're going to grow up to be and what they're going to do, and you know, I I got all that. But yeah, I'm a no on that. There was a couple other people answered no, and I was like, really, they wouldn't do it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, uh, we do have an answer from Eric. He says, it's a oh. handload from 1993. Wow, you know, I graduated in 93, so those are 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what kind of bullet was that? I think it was a soft point. I can't remember. I hollow point, remember. actually, I thought it was. But maybe, maybe, I thought he told me spear hollow points. But Oops, I just looked. I loaded them in 1990. Oh, so they're even older. Man, vintage, baby. <laughs> Vintage, vintage loads. One shot cat. <laughs> FBI has no filter. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. Them guys, uh, you know, the communists. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Tyrants, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah, well, both. You know, both. We'll go with Kevin both, says, though. to tell you, that JD, having the Colin Mark shooting and blowing blank up. 
Yeah. Shiggity. <laughs> yeah. We are going to. Hey, Kevin, I tell you, I got, uh, I got some Tannerite for him. And uh, we got a ton of jugs. And, of course, um, Axe always has multiple, multiple gongs hanging up at the rock range. So it's going to be fun. I think, I think Nicole said she maybe shot once in her life when she – spear soft points. Okay, I, I said spear hollow points. But, yeah, okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, there, uh, Eric. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. But, anyway, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff to shoot. Nicole, I think she only shot when she was growing up in Miles City like once or twice. So, we're going to have all kinds of 22s and, and um, you know, 223s, ARs, and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. You can have to stay tuned. We'll have some videos of it for sure. We'll make some shorts of it. It's going to be fun. It's supposed Absolutely. to be nice tomorrow, 285, sunny. I think not much wind. And they're from California, Perfect. so they're going to get some real taste of freedom. Ah, you have to take some uh, some freedom delivery systems they don't have and set some freedom <laughs> seeds down, yeah. down range. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then, we as, yeah, as you and I know, Doug has plenty of those. So I'm it's going to be fun. What's up? Because our friend Marty Beard sent us this. Look at this, guys. Like the good old days when you can buy a gun by the mail and vote it in person. <laughs> yeah. It was ordered by mail. Checked out. Smith & Wesson. That's your, your police revolvers. 38 special. $56.50. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, the H&R. I didn't even know H&R made a revolver. Either. They got a 22 yep. revolver there for $45.55. I like how they get the 55 cents in there. 55 cents. Yeah, I actually, I don't have it. Was my, well, I do have it now. It was my father-in-law's. I actually have, I have an H&R revolver and a 22. I, I've never yeah. really looked at it a whole <laughs> lot, but yeah. Awesome. But look at the yeah. scopes. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, 36 bucks. 36 bucks don't buy anything in a scope anymore, let alone a decent one. You can get a red yeah. dot that won't work very long. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so we <laughs> thought we'd put that up there. Just kind of nice to you know go back and check it out, how things used to be. Yeah. Free, unregulated yeah. Hey, for the most hey part, inflation's you know. going down, man. Joe said it. Everything's working as <laughs> planned. Yeah. Bidenomics. Yeah, sure. Biden, yeah, Bidenomics. I he had, can I say what he wants, man, one. but when I go to the store and buy stuff... I, Guess what, Joe? <laughs> it ain't working. So it isn't working. I, I, I mean, I just had to. I've been looking around for a couple things for our cutters, and I can tell you, it hasn't went down. <laughs> it's uh, the inflation is still there. It's this. Uh, our buddy Andy from Blade Rain, he says he has one of those H and R twenty two revolvers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, Andy. Cool. That's awesome. So's DJ DJ uh, Thompson down. Yeah. There. Okay. Those things are pretty popular then, huh? Sweet. Yeah. Like I said, my father in law had. I have it. It's sitting here in 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 the arsenal somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway hey doug he says it should be easy <laughs> so yeah I, oh, you're yeah right i think you can show him some pretty cool stuff all right and, Clay, hey, so- oh, look at that i missed this one david fetting from 1760 sports has joined us tonight good to have you on david Evening, i'm wondering david. is david done hauling um hauling uh anhydrous and things uh you know i bet he is now but maybe well, you think on so. the road quite a bit, but I know you see some uh Snapchat, he sends me some trucking videos. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Usually of people I don't know how to drive very good, but and Paula says Joe is full of BS. Boy, yeah, <laughs> hot air BS. <laughs> uh, whatever he's yeah. full of, I think uh BS is probably even better than what he's full of. So yeah, he might be funny. He's full of you know he, his his red flows commie red. I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, oh, and well, one other thing. Yeah. See what episode it is tonight? 
We're at 50 <laughs> episodes. Holy cow. Number 50, huh? Halfway to a century. Oh, All right, man. Goodness. Hopefully we make it to 100, Clay. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, 50 is good. Business, yeah. Man. Oh, hey, it's almost as many episodes as I am old, so. <laughs> I'm not quite there. I turned yeah. 49 this year. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, in my, I'm into my 50s already, so. Uh, you don't look a day over 60. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a head on with a with a scooter here on Sunday with my mountain yeah. bike going about 20. Yeah. got a shiner from that? Yeah, I got a little shine my head in his helmet and you know, my arms a little sore. Yeah, but lucky I didn't break or tear anything. So, I don't recommend doing that when you're in your 50s, but if you do, try not to try not to break anything. So, I'll tell you that look, uh, yeah, that could be kind of dangerous. Oh. Yeah, my leg hurts in a few spots and you know, whatever. Like I said, I didn't break nothing. I'm feeling good, so I'm ready to talk some guns. All right, let's do it. All, All right. right. All right, so we're going to give a rundown here. Uh, it's from um, Gunbroker, gunbroker.com. It's yep. from their statistics. If you've ever been on Gunbroker, I've been on there many times. We're going to go through their top-selling firearms in each category from, from last month here. So first thing we're going to hit on, Clay, is semi-automatic pistols. Which number one, number one right here, it's a Sig Sauer P365, which coincidentally, um, I did a, my, Bob, my buddy Eric's, he won one in a raffle. I did a gun review on it. My daughter's going to help me edit that Friday night. We'll get that up. Great shooting little pistol. I, I can vouch for this thing. And one of our sponsors there, Lauer Auto Axel, he, he carries one and he, he's quite deadly with that thing. I'm pretty impressed with, <laughs> with his marksmanship on that. Then coming in number two, the SIG P320, which is a full size. And number three, CZ USA 75. It looks like it's almost uh, a steel frame thing. I'm not too familiar with CZs. Other well, than, they, you, know, you know, they kind of talked a little bit about that particular firearm yep. in that article. And uh, I didn't realize it had been around since 1975. I just I just didn't think it had been yeah, around. Yeah, I knew it had been around for a while, but yeah. Yeah, Doug's got a full size CZ. I shot it. Super sweet pistol. It's got a hammer on it too. I, I love I love pistols with hammers. To be honest with you, and it you know it, it says it's an all steel construction. It's a double action and single okay. action design with an exposed hammer, like you were talking about there. Yep. Um, semi only. It's the only semi auto pistol on their you know their monthly deal here mm-hmm. that lists of the five top selling models that isn't a striker fired. And doesn't yeah. have a standard with a polymer frame. So I mean, here's a here's an old school gun that yeah, it's not a polymer. It's uh, got an exposed hammer. Yeah, just yeah. In a nice, previous nice previous gun. rank, Clay, it was eighth. So this this thing leaped up to third place here. Yeah, I wonder what's causing that. Honestly, I, yeah, I can, interesting. You know, Smith and Wesson and a few other people have been making these steel frame pistols again, and I don't know, maybe. And you know, like you said, that CZ's been around well, so maybe people are getting on the way. Because I do like that. I do like that Smith the Wesson right. steel frames. It looks, it looks awesome, man. I I love steel frame stuff and the hammer. I love the hammer too on it. So awesome. All right, all right. So I, I didn't before, mean to interrupt you there, but <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I, I hey man, I love talking about stuff like this. So four coming in at four. The Glock forty three, previously fourth, is hanging right in there. Yep. And number five in a semi-automatic pistol. These are all new ones we're talking about, by the way. The Glock 19, which I, it looks like it was a Glock 19. Has that got a longer barrel? I can't tell. That 43 looks pretty stumpy, but no, I think that 19 looks like a full, like a long range. I don't know my Glocks very well. They're fun to shoot. I love shooting Glocks. Yeah, They're great shooting handguns. I know that the the Glock, the, the number signifies basically 
what it's going to be. You know, you got, mm-hmm. whether it's a nine millimeter or a 10 millimeter or 44 or I mean 45 or something like that. It That's, I know that it has a lot to do with that in their numbering. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not real big on Glock. I have some, as you know, but uh, they're not, they're not my I know choice. your 10 mm Glock kind of gets, a, gets me a tingling. So <laughs> I do love that one. Yeah. I do like the 10 millimeter. I got a, I got a Smith in the not Smith, uh, um, Springfield in a 10 millimeter as well. And I really, really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And I got a 40. Awesome. I like my 40. I, you know, I, heck, I like them all. <laughs> yeah, you one of them 40 weirdos, you and Bachmeyer. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, right. that's okay. Too bad he ain't watching tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to new revolvers here. Number one, Colt Python. If you ever watched the early episodes of The Walking Dead, that was Rick's gun. Rick carried yeah. the Colt Python. And which, which is sweet. It looks awesome. I'm not a big revolver guy. I I, I enjoy shooting them. I'm just, like Troy had that one on two A day. Man, that trigger on that thing was unbelievable. Oh, that was sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I have to put this up. Gene said, "Did High Point make the list?" <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, Gene. I don't know. We're, maybe we get into them carbines and might we'll see what happens. And David's got what happened to the Browning High Power? That's a good question. Um, you know, I'm guessing they base this on sales. Um, yeah. Know. Yeah, for sure. That yeah, that's what it is. It's sales. It's exactly what it is. They're, they're new sales of their stuff. So, so number one is a Colt Python. Two Ruger Blackhawk. That's I'm a big Ruger fan, but I don't know. I've always thought that was an odd looking pistol for some reason. What, what's the Blackhawk? Yeah. Oh, I really uh, like. I've got several Blackhawks. I love that, them. That big front. Uh, yeah, like I said, I nothing the way they shoot. They just look odd to me. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of weird like that. I like how stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So three comes in, Tars Judge. That oh. kind of surprised me. I didn't know that you know that many people still bought the Judge. Actually, oh, yeah, mine's right back here. Is it? <laughs> yep. Uh, number four, Colt Anaconda. And that thing's got a like a battleship barrel on it. So, and that doesn't surprise me with you know Colt bringing back you know the the, the I call them snake guns, but the Anaconda, the Python. Yeah. You know they're, yep. they're reproducing them again, and uh, and I, it's I imagine that's that's driving a lot of it because people want to get them. So. Yeah. Number five here, Clay. This one actually really surprised me. The Heritage <laughs> Rough Rider. <laughs> I mean. Uh, but it did drop. It used to be number two. Yeah. Honestly, Clay, I, I know you handled these because the NRA banquets had some. And I, I, I own one. one. In fact, I had one at 2A Day. I mean, they're pretty, man, they're made really cheap, but I guess they work and people like them. I, you know, I think Casey shot his one. He won and he said it shot decently, but. Yeah, well, we had that out there because he was having some troubles with it. Remember that? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, he did have it out there. Yeah, now and, you say uh, that for sure. You know, I, I think we found the problem. I don't – he didn't uh, – part of it was we just uh, – you know, they have, they have that stupid little safety on there that, that mm-hmm. slides – you know, you take it yeah. and flip it over. That was part of it. He wasn't – he didn't realize it. <laughs> oh. But, but it, it, it was having some other issues. Uh, you know, when that, when that deal slid up in the back, it just was not allowing it to strike. Mm-hmm. And – so I hope he uh, was able to rectify that by. <laughs> I'll have to ask him tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask him about it tomorrow. So, all right, let's move into semi-auto rifles. Uh, the number one, which was even previously ranked number one, which surprised me, Clay. Oh, that didn't surprise Awesome me. gun. It didn't surprise you? Okay. Nope. It, awesome. I mean, I, I love these guns, actually. The Ruger 1022. I have, shit, I have like three of them. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen one of those things that doesn't shoot lights out or run like a sewing machine. They, I mean, even when they're greased up and super dirty, the Ruger 1022 is a, that's an awesome little rifle, man. I love it. You know thing. why that didn't surprise me? 
because even when I was, you know, it's been a while since I was a rep, but that was probably the number one or two firearm that we moved in our banquets. Really? I mean, and okay. then when you looked at the whole numbers, 22s in general, still, we, we mm-hmm. did more 22, you know, caliber firearms than any other firearm in the entire banquet system. That always shocked man. me. Yeah. I but love shooting 22s. 22s are fun. I mean, they're just fun. I always think, eh, and then I started shooting them, and I'm like, yeah. God dang, this is fun. I should <laughs> shoot more of these. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Brian said. He goes, it's un-American not to have a 1022. Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, have, a, basically, I have the 1022 that's in a 22 Magnum as well. Yeah. They only made those for a while. I love that gun. Um, back before we had cool cameras, I was, mm-hmm. you know, I had a, I had one of them big mini cam corners, camcorders on there. Mm-hmm. It was the only thing that wouldn't kill that camera with the recoil when you shot. Yeah. Otherwise, if you used anything else, you didn't see the shot because it, boom, you saw the camera go, you know. Well, I got to, it's funny you say that because coming up in uh, at the end here, the two-way bullet points, I got something with camera, so. Cool. But, uh, yeah, and 1022s, um, I don't know if anybody's seen it around, but uh, Smith & Wesson came out with a 22 Magnum pistol now that holds 30 yeah. rounds. Woo, that thing. There you go. That's got trying to compete stuff. with the Caltech PMR-30. Yeah. Evidently. yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, Gene gonna... slipped in here. The Python debuted at $125. Oh, my A very gosh. expensive revolver at its time. Yeah. I mean, I think back to when I started buying guns, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I actually spent more on my first rifle and scope on the scope than i did the gun the gun was the cheaper part but <laughs> even that coming in at right around 500 bucks for the package deal that was a lot of damn money you mm-hmm. know when i bought that i bought that in 1993 or four so yeah yep all right clay coming in number two springfield m1a oh yeah i don't know i've shot them and don't don't be offended. I'm not a big fan. I'm definitely more of a, an AR guy. And they're nothing like the original M1. Like I got back here. I mean, they look cool. <laughs> I, I I love the looks of them. And yep. and my buddy was actually the, the the DM over in his in his um I don't know what his platoon or whatever over in Iraq, and that's what he shot. He loves it. So, all right, number three, Springfield Saint. Look, yeah, that's really? the little looks like yep. a little pistol one there, right? With the I'm kind of surprised with that the pistol brace. Now that's that's not illegal anymore, Clay, or is it? Depends on which group you belong to. <laughs> <laughs> we know, hey, we know the we know the unfinished, the eighty percent lowers are legal again now, right? And it's funny you mentioned that because one of my two A bullet points has something. Okay, to do with that. <laughs> good. All right, number four, FNH Scar. Um, shot one before. They're fun, you know. Yeah, they're, again, Clay, I, I would definitely prefer an AR over the Scar. I'm with you. I, I've shot the Scar. It's fun. I, I like. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's just cool looking. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It looks badass. I'll be get... honest. As far as if I'm going to go out. And I'm not anti-scar. I'm just saying I think ARs are better. I'm going to take the AR as well. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's... Yeah. And the last number five in the semi-automatic uh, rifles here is FNH PS90, <laughs> which, again, our buddy Axe may or may not have one of these. But uh, I'm not... <laughs> I'm definitely not a fan of bullpups. Definitely. I don't care what it is, who makes it. I'm not. I'll shoot them. I, anything's fun to shoot. I mean, a, a, a FUD gun's fun to shoot, but I, I for sure I take an AR over the FNH. The FN, it's it's okay. I've shot them. I do not own one, and I've had no desire to buy one because it wasn't that no. fun. Um, I'd rather buy something else. I got I a point. I know, we're not, on us. I know we're not doing used ones, but 
Check out number one. Yeah, on the I was year. actually you read my mind, Clay. Go ahead. I was going to say it. Go yeah. for it. I mean, ten twenty-two. There it is. Yeah. And the second one now. <laughs> that blows my mind. It does. It's the Ruger Mini fourteen on a used gun. Oh, a list and bullet hose inaccurate. I mean, joke. I got one of them, but uh, man, there are just <sighs> so many better guns. I own. I oh, basically own one. Just to say, I own one. And yeah, again, I, I, to yeah. me, a Mini fourteen looks badass. If if we're about the 50 gun of yards. the A team, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who carried that? <laughs> Hannibal, right? Hannibal Smith. I don't. Know. Yeah, I think it was. I think Hannibal. Uh, that was a stainless it. steel one. It had like the folding like wire. Oh yeah. It, yeah. My yeah. It looked I mean, bad. Mini. I mean, if somebody's in your house and Mini 14's badass. I mean, it throws brass like an AK too. If it hits somebody <laughs> in the face, probably knock a tooth out. But so Gene brings up, does anyone have one of them rhinos? I do not. Those were Chiapas. a weird looking gun. Do you remember them? <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I, I do not own there. one of them. I, They're I like upside own. down. They're made upside down. Yeah. We basically, we had a few in our banquets because they were just different looking and we got them through AccuSport, but I don't know. I wasn't a fan of them, and I'll be honest, they didn't do well in the banquets either because I think people looked at them and said, what the heck? I got a good thing? idea, Clay. Instead of uh, Doug Burgum selling Yeti, they think he should get a rhino. He should offer rhinos. He should offer rhinos. Perfect, right? Oh, I can't believe that All right, we're going into bolt action rifles. Yep. Number one, again, a little surprise to me again here, Clay, Remington Model 700, because they kind of reinvented themselves after the mm-hmm. whole collapse and resale. But, yeah, Model 700 rifles, number one. Number two, CZ Model 457 coming in at number two. Sweet looking rifle. Oh yeah, and uh, Mossberg Patriot. They got a shotgun up here, but <laughs> that's not what we're going to shotguns later. Mossberg Patriot. Um, I, I had a Mossberg 220. I actually sold it to a guy in South Dakota. It was the Thunder Ranch. Sweet little, sweet little rifle there. But that's at number three. Number four, Ruger American. I own a number of Ruger American rifles. Nothing bad to say about them. Their machining might be a little rough in some spots, but them things shoot freaking lights out for the price of them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Clay, we were down until they had at the at the at the Prairie Dog tournament down there in Selford right. to have my Ruger yep. Ruger Ranch American. And number five, Savage Access. Again, shoots real good, right? Um the magazines on the Savages have definitely something to even the Ruger Americans, unless you buy them with the with the uh the ones that take uh magpoles. Ugh. Yeah, I, I can tell you right now, of, yeah. the Savage Access for an out-of-the-box entry-level rifle, it's it's fantastic. Um, I haven't bought one for a while, so I, you know, since the company sold, I can't tell you what they're like now. But when it was still under the under the supervision of, of the CEO Ron Colburn, man, the the tolerances were good. Mm-hmm. The 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 thing, basically the factory line on them. Oh, the new ones shoot good. I've had a few people yeah. I've been around them. Yeah, they still shoot unbelievable they're they're just like the ruger american yeah good because that that to me they were a fantastic gun mm-hmm. i'm gonna do one thing real quick here and see if this yes sir work i went and found the rhino i see um, vance said he has one can you see it there it is. <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't mind the rhino i mean they look different but for whatever reason it's kind of kind of pleasing to me for some reason i mean they're just they're different um you know you're they're just a, I like that you got a rail on there, gun. man. You put uh, get your laser on there, your nightlight for home deep. Yeah. Man, that's sweet. They basically shoot on the bottom of the cylinder, not the top. Yeah, that, that was the big difference. Yeah, yeah like I said, they're upside now, down. Now, this is a CO2, but it looks just like the other ones. I just I popped it up here because that was what came up. But if you can see, that is their design. That is yeah. what they looked like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yep. 
Yep. You can have this one battery operated CO2 for the low price of 259. <laughs> Gene wants to know is that uh, CZ457 clip fed I I don't know Gene I'm not I'm not that familiar with CZ bolt actions to be honest with you. I've seen pictures of them and and uh, man they look they they do make some sweet rifles though, I will say that but just by looking the pictures I've seen of them so Yeah, I'm not sure either. All right, Clay, lever action, rifles new. Number one, Henry Big Boy, right? You can't go wrong with the Henry. Matter of fact, Henry. Um, like I said, my buddy Diggity was up at the Breck Ranch. We got a review going to this 22 Henry. Thing was pretty sweet, man. It's, it's going to be a good review. Number two, Marlin Model 1895 rifles. That, that looks I like sweet. Those. I like that, man. That's a nice They're a nice shooting gun. I, I had yeah. one briefly for a while, but uh, I traded it for something mm -hmm. that I wanted more. <laughs> and I don't yeah. trade very many guns. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I don't much anymore, but when I was younger, I always did that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> So number three, Rozzy R92. Um, I've never shot a Rozzy. I think they make an actual 410 lever action, which I, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be pretty sweet. Guys, just uh, quickly, we, for some reason, have lost... I can still see your chats coming in, mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, we lost our display again. That happened over the last yeah. two, so. Yeah, yeah, Clay might have to send an email there since he's the master mm -hmm. blaster. So I can put him up here, and then you guys can still see. Yeah, him. all right, number four, Henry Golden Boy. And coming in at five again, hey, man, Henry dominates the lever action market. Number five, Henry Sidegate lever actions coming in at number five there, so. Um, well, yeah, well, yeah. I had to put up here. I'm sure Brian was referencing that rhino. So it looks like it should have a nerf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marlon Perkins up there in the chopper shooting them. So yeah, and then uh, David says I would not discount a CZ rifle. They have some pretty cool features. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. I, I wouldn't either. Um, yeah, I think they're a nice. They're a nice gun. I yeah. still own one. Uh, Gene says that the CZ 550 is a great rifle. So yeah, I, man, I'd love to shoot one. I mean, like I said, now, I've seen pictures. That Rossi R92, I actually have one of them. Mm -hmm. Nice run. I mean, you know what? It's not the top of the line gun, but it's a nice running lever action gun. Mine's not the stainless, but there is nothing wrong with that think, that lever action. I think really Jesse is. had one at that NRA meeting we went to in Medora. That, that was a 357, yeah. right? I think I shot that. Yeah, that was it pretty was either sweet. a 357 or maybe a 4570 because he won that at one of the banquets. We had those mm -hmm. in the banquets because mm -hmm. Legacy Firearms was, I believe, the distributor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They import them or whatever, right? Something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah well, Brian says he can see the chats on YouTube. Thanks for the update, Brian. Oh, okay, I appreciate good. that. All right, so we're going to single shot rifles, brand new. Uh, Henry single shot, number one, previously number one. Number two, Ruger number one. That's weird, right? Number two, Ruger number one. Yeah, Ruger number one. <laughs> I didn't know Chiapa did this. Chiapa little badger rifles. I'm guessing when I say little badger, it's probably like 22, 22 megs, 17. I yeah, oh, I, boy, I'm coming lost. in number four, baby, right here. There it is. There I got a hunch tomorrow night, um, the vetted Patriots. My man, Mark's going to be shooting one of these Barrett <laughs> M99. <laughs> Pull them tracers out. You better have some fun with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Love that. And number five, I didn't even know these guys made them, Clay. Traditions Outfitter, number five, they're single shot. I, I like them little single shot, right? I'd like to have a single shot in 223, actually, because uh, 223 is my favorite caliber. I am a, I am a pimp of that, so. Did you see their previous rank though? That's what's interesting. Previous 999 and moved up to five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Man, is that a typo or what? Wow. I don't know. Either that or, or somebody actually did an article on I was going to say somebody did a hell of a review on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen that. I was like, wow. 
moved up, you know, from a basically a thousand to yeah. five. That's funny. That's funny. All right, Clay. Let's hit the semi-auto shotguns here. Number one, uh, I thought it'd Beretta be a Beretta, A300. but not this one, to be honest with you. Beretta A300, previously number one. one as well. I'm not. It's not my favorite gun, but I've, I've got one. Yeah, uh, semi-auto shotguns. The, the Black Eagle, I mean, I've shot those, and that's always been. Benelli M4, I guess I've never shot one of those. I do. I might, it might change yep. mine. Number three, Remington V3. Uh, yeah, the, I don't have one. I've shot one, but uh, I mean, it's a self-defense shotgun. God, Beretta dominates this too. Number number four is Mossberg model nine forty. I do like Mossberg shotguns and five Beretta one three zero one shotguns. It looks like the barrel is a little shorter than that than the A three hundred, right? That look, is that like a home defense thing or what? I think they are. I don't know nothing about that particular mm-hmm. model. Um, I can tell you this: if you look at all these, most of them are. They're going to be that polymer or their home defense mm-hmm. type shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to shotguns, well, I use most of mine yeah. to bird hunt. And I can tell you flat out, I'm a woodstock guy when it comes to my <laughs> shotguns. I enjoy the woodstock. That's funny. I've never seen look. you wear yellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. People probably didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do like the traditional shotguns. When I'm out, you know, hunting birds. Now, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, you know, I've got my BPS. I do like that gun, and that's completely a polymer gun. But I still like my my Winchester 1200 or or even a Remington 870. You know, I'm just I like those mm-hmm. old guns. Yeah, old when it comes guns. to shotguns, Clay, I'm I'm um, indifferent on on on, on uh, synthetic or wood. But once you catch up on some of these comments, here, Clay, we got some good ones going on there. What oh, after yeah. Brian's or Eric's got one. All right, I'll go get into here. Um, <laughs> okay, well, Brian said he could see the chats. Eric Scott on here. He said, uh, "Can't believe the Marlin lever action." Yeah, me either. Yeah, I mean, well, we had the one, but that that Marlin. But is that, that Marlin, um, Eric? If you can put that, is that Marlin, or maybe you know, clear that Marlin? He's got in that video I, I did there. Is that a or that the thirty thirty? Is that sure. a Marlin, or what is that? He's got. You have to ask him. I'm not sure. Okay. Let us know, Eric. Brian's got. I don't see the the Belknap. I've uh, never even heard of that. I have no clue what that is either. <laughs> I know I know a lot of guns, but then every once in a while, let's see. The CVA single shots are legit, tightly made, clean triggers, really nice budget. Okay, I would explain it. Thanks, David. I imagine somebody did a review on them. They come in at a pretty, probably a very good price point. Yep, and people are buying them because they want a good single shot I- for a good price. I remember seeing one, Clay. I think um, my dad's buddy Roy in Golden Valley's got one in 17, and that little sucker shot awesome. So, No, you're right there, Gene. Uh, H&R made, uh, yeah, they made a buttload of single-shot <laughs> rifles, anywhere from 22 to 45.7, and they did. In fact, we used several of those in the banquets, too, at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like when we come across them. Uh, I don't know that they, they were fine, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God, that next comment. I was laughing, Clay. I'm sorry I didn't. <laughs> Clay is a fun, <laughs> nice Doug. Oh, <laughs> I think he meant to say. I think he meant to say Bergen. Oh, Woodstock, <laughs> Woodstock, Clay. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get Woodstock and put your face Doesn't on like it now. Wood, oh my goodness! Marty's gonna putting them faces on other things. Marty, if you find yeah. on a Woodstock, put Clay's <laughs> face on it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you put on a t-shirt anyway oh, that's funny keith o'donnell he's like i can't be can't be no you can't yep. keith i agree yep. two 870s are awesome so are 270 um 
not a fan of the semi-auto shotgun. I like pump Remington 870. That's Eric's. Mm-hmm. And I know Eric has Yep, yep I'm on board with you, Eric. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, yep. yep, yep, okay, yep. It is, because I asked him what his 3030 was. It's a Marlin. Yep. And Brian's at my dad. He bought it uh, at Woolworth when I was <laughs> yeah. about eight years old. I had a Woolworth know, shotgun, too, 20-gauge pump. I actually have a Montgomery Ward shotgun here. Um, Monkey Ward. Yeah. And from uh, when I did the research on it, it my it was my grandpa's shotgun. And Mossberg produced those guns for Montgomery Ward. I did not know that. I didn't either. I didn't either. I tell you what, Clay, it's it's ding near seven forty. Should we do our should we do our double out here and then get back to the we got pump shotguns coming up here? Yep, absolutely. And I I'll just throw this in Kevin says yes, eight seventy Remy is my favorite. There oh you yeah. Hey you man, you can't go wrong with that one for sure. So all right, we're gonna all do right. the double ad. We'll be back. We're gonna hit on uh top selling uh pump shotguns here from from uh <clears throat> gunbroker.com. Hang tight. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, again, thanks to our sponsors. I got the Lower Auto Repair down there in South Washington. Again, yep. if you if you go and do any business with our sponsors, let them know you heard it here. And I can tell you, just uh, like like JD said, uh, Doug's got one coming in what this week. Yes, and sir. Heard it right here. So you know what, we're Clay, glad to hear if, that. And if uh, <clears throat> if somebody does need uh, blinds or something put in, or their vehicle worked on, and they don't support our sponsors, you know what you are nasty person <laughs> i love it i love it oh uh, <laughs> all right clay uh, let's let's keep on here um i dig going through these guns like this. some people might be bored but i like doing this kind of crap so yeah i'll bring them back up here all right we're going to pump shotguns number one here mossberg 590 and then they got the they got the home defense one up there which yeah that thing's that's yep. badass i like that one and number here two, here, here we go. Popping. We had some 870 fans, right, Clayton? Now number two is the 870. Up from number four. Yeah, moved up. Mossberg Maverick 88. I, I had a 12-gauge, but after I had a couple shoulder surgeries, I sold it to my buddy Brian. He's got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got. A, in fact, I just got an email for, or a text from the blind guy. He's got himself a coast-to-coast 22, so. <laughs> I, yeah i you know what i remember those i've actually seen a few of them i yeah. don't have one but yeah they, they coast to coast yeah 22s. 
All right, so three was Mossberg 88, four Mossberg 500, and five, which I know I actually, last time or two, I did the the ATF raffle at the Friends and yep, Bank, but it was one. Caltech KSG, yeah. I mean, that thing's, I never shot one, but looking at the videos, man, oh they look God. like they kick They're like fun. a freaking mule, but whatever. We we actually took one of them. You'll, you'll love this. We took one of those when we was out in Virginia to arrange to a clay, to a sporting clay range mm-hmm. and used it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun um, range, not a lot of range on them, but we had a heck of a good time. But guys, if you don't know what it is, it's got two, it's got two tubes there mm-hmm. and you can rotate back and forth. It'll like 12 in each one, right? Yeah, I think it's tw- I think it's yeah twenty. What's in a box 20, of shells? Ten or twelve? Twenty five in a box. Oh, of, okay. Because I thought it held total like twenty five. I thought. Yeah, I, I, anyway, I think you're right, but and it's a bullpup design, um, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a good time with it. Uh, I would not suggest using that though. For a sporting clays range, and yeah. your accuracy is not going to be good. I used to actually use my home defense at the sporting clays thing out here east of Bismarck uh, when I went out. Scott invited me out years ago, and oh, we no. did it. And I had it, and I ended up I ended up taking second with that thing, man. So, oh, well, there you go. <laughs> all right, let's go over and under shotguns. Number one, I heard the name. I don't know. I wouldn't know this if you held it in front of me. But Browning Satori Seven Two Five. You don't know what that is? I know it's a double oh, barrel, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's, they all that's look the nice same gun. to me, to be honest with you. No, it's a nice gun. I think double barrels actually for bird hunting. I prefer a double barrel or a, or a, sing, a single shot, actually. But I got a Weatherby over and under that I do like to hunt birds with. But uh, Okay. Yeah. You know, I like having more rounds than that. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> Browning Satori. Uh, it's just the first one is Satori 725. This is just straight Satori. I mean, I can tell it looks different. Like it doesn't have the, the nice gold or polished it's not steel or something. Number three, CZ. Man, CZ is in all kinds of stuff here. CZ Drake. So that must be like a duck hunting, right? And then, oh, here we go. Another one. That was three. Number four, CZ coming in again. CZ Redhead. They got any brunettes? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Beretta, I guess they're 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 more of the semi-autos here. Uh, model 680. They're coming in at number five. So. Yeah, it's uh, you know, oh, all boy. of them. Uh, you know, I don't know much about the CZs. I knew they mm-hmm. made them, but like the Beretta and, and the rest <laughs> yeah. of them. Uh, nice, all right. nice I like this. This is my favorite kind of shotgun right here. To be honest with you, Clay, we're doing these side by side shotguns, and particularly this, like right here, number one Stoger Coach. I love it. A short, eighteen-inch barrel cylinder bore. Put whatever you want in there, and if somebody's within 20 yards, they're in big trouble. I, I love that kind and of thing. And we used a ton of them in the banquets. I don't know how many. Oh, love them. Love those things, man. And they dropped into our VDO at the time, and, and they were really reasonably priced. So we used a ton of them. Um, we the Deadwood, When we did the event in Deadwood, we had one down there, and I think we called it our – We it was a whole thing. You know how we were doing the package deals once yep. in a while? Yep. And it, it kind of went with the Deadwood theme and with the you know stagecoach type thing. And, yeah, so – we had a whole, we had a big thing with it. it was kind of fun, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, awesome. I don't know, we used a heck of a lot of them. We did so two CZ Bob White. I know the blind guy and his wife have have uh CZs, but I don't know if they're Bob Whites and they are side by sides. At least, yeah, okay. I think they're, yeah, but they 28 gauge. I think, man, they, they're oh, deadly wow. with them. And number three. Uh, CZ USA Hammer. I think I'd actually like that better than the Stoger because I like. 
pull that hammer back on a shotgun too. Just I like hammers too. They're kind of fun on the on those single yeah. shots. Yeah, that's what he had probably under the table there on. Uh, oh, ring neck. Okay, well, why I just said ring neck CZ is what they have for their bird hunting, and he does ring the. He doesn't usually have to ring the neck because he usually kills them with his. So. <laughs> now I know we weren't doing any of the usual. No, go for it. Scroll down there. The Ruger Gold label. Um, that's a pretty well known. Uh, mm -hmm, side by side, sure. and Ruger has a, has an over and under as well. I can tell you that they're decent; they're real nice shooting guns too. Um, I used to have one; mm -hmm. I don't anymore. Again, I traded it for something else. But nothing wrong with them guns, and you you pay a little for them, but they're a good gun. There's nothing wrong with them. Oh, talking about them is kind of actually getting me fired up for some bird on there. But... I miss it. We just don't have the birds down yeah. anymore. I, I used to live for opener a pheasant, and well, there ain't been no pheasants, yeah. well, so I don't do it. Now that um, all the hay's cut down, some of it's growing back again. Now they got a shot of rain too up there in Golden Valley, but I'll get a better idea what the birds are going to look like here when I go up this weekend. So, good deal. All right, Clay. That kind of wraps them up. Let's go run through a few of these comments. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Um, I'll start back here. So, uh, one shot, he's got an Ithaca 16 gauge. Ithaca's, yeah, Ithaca's been around forever. Yeah. Um, the 20 gauge uh, the, light, my grandma was hunted without a pump. And as far as a 16 gauge, I have a 16 gauge and I love it. It's that in between and uh, it's a fun little gun. I actually had the boys using it when they were smaller. Mm -hmm. And it's it just, it's got, it's still got the knockdown power that, that I think it works for around here. It was a little light for pheasants, honestly, um, I, for whatever reason. We had good field loads in there, but I, I'll still take my 12 gauge for them pheasants, especially <laughs> in the late season. Yeah. So then we got uh, Eric. He says my that Marlin thirty thirty. He says I, <laughs> I got was a hand me down from my dad, and it was the gun I shot my first deer with. And I remember him telling me that. Uh, that's why awesome, he got it. man. That's Big awesome. Dole. And you know, to me, there's nothing more satisfying, maybe a good way to put it, than getting one handed down or getting those heirlooms that have been in the family for generations. Oh yeah, I got three. plenty of them for sure. They might not have even a lot of value as far as monetary, but it doesn't matter. It's what it's what the gun is about. Yeah. Um, and that, that kind of, I bring that up because that's what that, uh, that's what that Montgomery board 12 gauge is all about. To mm -hmm. me. I actually st stuck more money into it, getting it fixed. <laughs> yeah. Wiring pin went bad on mine. Ed. Yeah, for sure. Mine had a crack stock and it, it just, <laughs> yeah. it was wore out. And but I have, I still have it. That was my grandpa's shot. Yeah. Let's see. Coast to coast. Weren't they Marlins? That's what Brian says. That could be. I really don't know. You know, that's just that people don't know this. Coast to Coast, Sears and Roebuck, Montgomery Ward, all these companies, Woolworth, mm -hmm. they were having guns made with their names on them, but they were made by companies like Marlin and Mossberg. I mean, they they were being made by gun companies just being made for a certain company. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just the way that was. Uh, Eric said, I hate the Mossberg 500. It's a piece of crap. Good paperweight. Man, I like that tank safety on it. That's one one thing I don't like about the 870 is where the safety of the finger safety. I, I definitely prefer the Mossberg safety, but they make so many aftermarket products for the, the 870. You can put that bigger safety on there. And so that's like the 500 my, my does My DPS, too. my Browning, that's right there on the back, and it just slides forward mm -hmm. or back. Yeah, I, that, I, I like that. I like that safety right there. One shot's got, got a Remington Model 241 Speedmaster 22 made in October 1935. Wow. Yep. Right wow. after WWII. Yes. All right, Satori, if you got to ask the price, <laughs> you can't afford it. 
Exactly, Gene. Exactly. Uh, they're nice guns. Nothing wrong with a Satori. Um, I, I, they're a nice shooting gun. They really are. Yep. He says, I hunt with a CZ ring neck, 28 gauge. Yep. You know, that yeah, same thing gauge. Wyatt has. That's what, yeah, that's what he's got, 28 There's gauge. There's a lot of people. That, that 28 kind of made a, made a comeback. Really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't wreck the meat. Oh, yeah. I remember Eric has this. He has a 16 gauge bolt action. Yeah, he was using that spring turkey hunting this year. Yeah, guy I work with has a savage bolt action, detachable mag 12 gauge. I think it holds three. There ain't too many of them around. You just don't <laughs> see them anymore. It's freaking cool, though. I like it. It's cool. As my wife drew a picture of me and my first deer with that 3030. It's freaking awesome Sweet. picture and hangs in the living room. So, yeah, um, if you guys, those of you know Eric, you probably know this, but his wife, Charity, is she does pencil art. And I'll tell you, she, I had her do a portrait of, of our family, me and Danelle and the boys with the dogs. And I mean, she, the detail. And here's the thing. You or me, I can't do that. No, I'm an absolutely terrible I'd have artist. To be, terrible. She sits down and does it in a few hours. You know, it, does, it doesn't even take her long. She just has that natural ability that God blessed her with. And I'm telling you, if you guys are ever looking to have something done that's very personal like that, or, you know, anniversary, birthday, whatever, and, I, and I'm telling you, she's the one to go to. You will not regret going to her and the detail she puts into those drawings. They're so fantastic. Can you send her are. a picture and then she can do it off of that too? Or does she want okay? Yep. Okay. You can send a picture okay. to her. Good to know. And she can do it. Um, she she does a lot of stuff like um for Eric on on skulls. Mm -hmm. Um, I even I've taken some of the bar dead cow skulls down there. Oh, we had a horse die and took that down. So he's got the skull of that. I'm waiting to see something cool on that one these days. But it, sweet. I told him, take it, do what you need to do with it, have some fun with it. But uh I'm I'm telling you, she does just an amazing job and i can't say enough no i don't we don't get no sponsor money for this she's just that good and mm -hmm. if you want to get a hold of her i can definitely put you in touch with her because she does great job just a fantastic job. yep all right clayton uh coming up on two-way bullet points here why don't yeah, you go first all right jc higgins baby yeah yep that's what i got back to my mom's now they're collectible yeah you're right gene uh, they've kind of become that that what do they call that? A cult following? Kind of like <laughs> yeah. 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 JC. I'll let you do the research, but wait, you see what they're, what they are used. I know it's, it's funny how some of them guns like that, especially, well, there's, you don't see too many of them. Mm -hmm. I suppose that's a lot of them. And when you're collecting, you want to have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yep. Oh, okay. I put the chat overlay back up. We'll see if they start coming in here on our <laughs> end. <laughs> All right. All right, Clay, All right. why don't you hit your 2A bullet point here? We probably got a couple, so I, I got All a couple. Right. One might You want to go first? You no, want me go to... for it. Mine's kind, so, of, mine's kind of, both of mine are gear-related, Clay, so why don't you change it up with yours here? Yeah, mine are more, as, as usual, legislative. Okay, I know, that's fine, that, man. That that's fine. We got to have a good mix going here, brother. I like that. And basically, this one has to do with uh, what happened with the 80% rule that old commie Biden was trying to do. Uh, basically, a federal judge in Texas he issued the blow to the Biden administration's anti-gun plan. Judge Reed O'Connor, and I did not go to look to see who appointed this judge, but mm -hmm. yeah, I guarantee it probably wasn't a Democrat. I'm sure this was one of our fine Republican appointees. But uh, vacated the, the ATF's frames and receiver rule. The final rule number, if you want to look it up, is 2021 R-05F. Um, this resulted in a case, and 
I got to really say that, you know, the Firearms Policy Coalition has been doing a lot of these cases. Big time. Um, and, I, you know, my tip my hat to them. Somebody's – everyone always looks to the NRA, and trust me, NRA is doing their fair share on this. I mean, they've been pulling the weight for a long time. It's nice to see other groups actually step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. But the fire, the, the FPC, Firearms Policy Coalition – They're hardcore, Coalition, Them guys – and they, they focus on litigation. I mean, that's their thing. They don't really get involved legislatively. They focus on the litigation. Mm-hmm. Well, they brought the case, and that's called Vanderstock versus Garland. It basically challenged ATF's decision to reclassify. Remember this? They reclassified them, unfinished frames and receivers as a firearm. And that was a result of Biden, because Biden got in there, and he, he wanted his ghost guns, as he called them. He wanted them gone. <laughs> Yeah, and all it was, guys, you could take a lower you know, a receiver itself, and if it wasn't finished, and it isn't like you could just take this and go, you know, me or you order one. Oh. You better have yourself, oh, you better have yourself an actual. The reason I'm, if you're watching and I'm looking, a freaking prairie dog, one of them little prairie dogs, just <laughs> fell on my window well. I saw prairie? something. Yeah, he's a freaking. Pra- I guarantee it's a it's a little prairie dog. How in the oh, hell? Oh, look at that P dog. Oh boy, he's gonna get the mark. pink or red rider here when we're done. Uh, right now. <laughs> sorry, buddy, you fell in the wrong freaking window. Well, all right, go on, Clayton. I'm sorry. Well, I was telling everybody, if you get an eighty percent uh, design, basically lower, it's eighty percent complete, but it's not complete. And I'm telling you right now, guys. You got to have some skills to actually finish that out. It isn't like you can just go and do this without the proper tools and or training. There's certain things you got to do to certain specs to make it function. So this idea that you had a ghost gun and then it wasn't this whole rule was about essentially shutting down anybody at home making their own gun, which is not illegal, by the way, people, because they want to know everything about everybody all the time. And that's what this whole thing was about. They wanted to get rid of those privately manufactured firearms, and that's kind of what the stabilizing brace thing was also, go, you know, going into. Mm-hmm. So they did all this, then sixty days later, that's right. He did this big conference or press conference in the in the Rose Garden, announcing that the re the reclassification of eighty percenters, and um, you know, I'm glad that it was uh, basically struck down by this judge. I imagine that the that's going to be appealed, and it will probably end up in the Supreme Court. We'll see. The Supreme Court has not been very friendly, thank goodness, uh, to the ATF or Garland on most uh, Second Amendment issues. So it's kind of good to see. Hey, Clay. Yeah. Lynette, it's not a squirrel. I'm, I'm going to go take care of this thing. You want to handle this for about five minutes here? I, I can't sure. stand this thing, Steve. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do this. Mad. You should turn your camera around and show everybody. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can do that. <laughs> Guys, you love this. There's a prairie dog just giving the finger to Jamie. I think here, and he's gonna go. He's gonna go wreak havoc. I'm gonna. It. All right, you see that window right there? <laughs> I see that. We see. There it. he is, oh, right he popped there. up in the corner. Yes, All right, I'm gonna did. go get him. <laughs> Guys, we might have on-air live hunting of pea dogs <laughs> with. With the, uh, was it the Red Rider? I don't know. He right can't here. hear me now. Oh, there we go. The Red Rider All BB right, gun. Be classic BB gun. We, we interrupt this broadcast for live action. I guess that's how we can say this. So, <laughs> Jamie's going to go after. Guys, you realize that he is right there in Bismarck, in town, and this little dude just comes through there. Because they do have prairie dogs, guys, in there. We got a park up there on the north end of town. And you just go up by Red Lobster if you're familiar with Bismarck, and 
head straight to the west and you're going to see a prairie dog town in that park and when the boys were young we stopped there and i thought that was kind of funny i struck up a conversation this gal's like oh it's so cute hey, look at that you just saw him in the corner there guys and i said yeah i said too bad someone don't take a gun and shoot him and you'd have thought i asked that gal or was committing murder oh she was upset with me oh there goes jamie but yeah on the podcast we'll give you a play-by-play he's now sneaking up onto the uh there i see the gun he's got his bb gun his red rider he's taking aim oh i believe he fired let's see if he got it wait i can't see those of you that are not watching i cannot tell you if he's gotten it or not but he has reached his target (laughs) oh my goodness Wayland says don't shoot your eye out that's right he's using a red rider bb gun oh my goodness all right, you're you're absolutely right, Lynette. Live action on Guns in the 701 tonight. This is, I guess, we can call this our new segment, right? Live hunting and uh, instruction on Guns in the 701. One shot. This is great, guys. One shot says, "Shoot him, JD. Shoot him." <laughs> if it has a long tail, it is the prairie dog. Oh, look at that! He's got his he got his gun down there. Maybe he finally got him. Eric Newman says, shoot him. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's chiming in here. Jamie, it's a squirrel. No, I don't think it is. That actually looked like a prairie dog when it stood up there in that corner. Oh, he's jumping down there. There he is. I believe he's going to show us his trophy. There. He got him. There it is. (laughs) He got him. (laughs) The Red Rider BB gun still does the job. Yeah, Lynette. It makes you wonder if YouTube's going to shut us down now. But, you know, we don't have Larry the Lib on there anymore. Uh, so I don't think we'll get reported. I'm pretty sure that's the guy that screwed with us last time. And, and we, you know, we let him have his say and then we harassed him and had some fun. So hopefully old commie tube doesn't shut us down, but we'll find out. We may we're far enough into the show or an hour in the show. We won't get nixed hopefully. So there you have it. You saw it live. Uh, Jamie got, you know what? Jamie needed a GoPro on his red rider. I think then he could have really got in on the action for everybody, <laughs> put it up. Well, YouTube would have nixed that for sure. I know Eric. I know Eric's got some cameras. Now you now you know what you have to do, Eric. You have to go get a a, a prairie dog with your Red Rider BB gun just to at least be equal to that. Speaking of Eric, guys, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel Guns and Seven Hundred One, go check it out because we have the crossbow versus the compound bow on there, and that was a great little video segment that we did the day after the two A day. So. Go check that out because I thought it was a great video and it kind of shows that it isn't that easy with 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 a crossbow as people think. There may be an advantage, but Eric did say too that his pins were off after he got back, so we might have to have a rematch. <laughs> Eric says he's loving the play-by-play. Well, we had some fun doing it. It was unexpected. <laughs> right, I can hear him coming here. in. I'm going to flip this camera around. There we go. Did you, did you guys get a look at him? We did. I was doing play by play. We were having some fun. There's all kind. There was all kinds of comments. Keith says it's a flicker tail ground squirrel. Yeah, this I, I got like my glasses. <laughs> that's that's. What I always call them little prairie dogs. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get so my there glasses here. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it is. It it was the flicker tail. Keith has it right. That's okay. They need to go too, right? What's that, Clay? I said those need to be uh, gone too. Man, I've never seen one in this neighborhood, and they're taking over town. <laughs> I do not want one of them things getting their roots in here. So I was just like, "Oh man, 
Maybe we got a new segment now. You know, uh, urban hunting <laughs> with JD. I just, uh, I did get him in the head. It was just a BB, not a pellet, because that's all that thing takes. <laughs> I, I put another couple in him, so I finished him. But I was yeah. telling everybody, you need a GoPro on that thing so we can see <laughs> live up close. Person. Man, like mice that fall down in this in this window. I bet you this little pink uh, BB gun of my my firstborn daughter's there. I think that's killed more uh, varmints than than, uh, than rodents <laughs> and a lot of people's <laughs> center fire rifles have. So. Well, that's she, she asks. She says, "What are you doing? Skinning it?" No, then you can hear it puking up. T- in the middle tomorrow's of the garbage day, so he went and uh, he <laughs> he she whatever. Brian says he just. I mentioned uh, everyone should go to watch the. Thanks, Brian. Versus, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, we uh, Second Amendment Day the next morning. Uh, Eric had his his compound bow there, and I have my crossbow. Yep. We kind of did a little shoot. I'm like we we're just kind of having fun with it, you know. As you know, everybody crossbows cheating, and we shot some groups with it, and you know, neither one of yeah. us is in the in the best state of mind for. for I, I did watch, but I was kind of quiet that morning. <laughs> yeah, Clay definitely was. <laughs> I guess I needed more rest. Oh right? man, man, I didn't mean to interrupt your two A bullet points there. Clay. It's okay. It, it was finished? fun. It was watching. Was it. It? <laughs> I, 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 I finished good enough. Uh, I was just talking about what they did. I will t- I tell you what, guys. I'll go. I'll read one thing that the judge go for said. it. The judge said that this case, he it presents the question of whether the federal government may lawfully regulate partially manufactured firearm components, related firearm products, and other tools and materials in keeping with the Gun Control Act of 1968, because the court concludes that the government cannot regulate those items without violating federal law. The court holds that the government recently acted rule, final rule definition of frame or receiver and identification of firearms, 87 Fed Reg 24652. See, this things get huge and long, too. Yeah. That it is unlawful for the agency action taking in excess of ATF, ATF statutory jurisdiction. Basically, it, it vacated the rule. It said, bull. You guys don't have this kind of authority, and that's what needed to happen. Yep. And awesome. in all honesty, that's the same kind of decisions that pretty much the Supreme Court's been handing down on just about every Second Amendment case, saying, nope, you guys have overreached. And they've been overreaching for decades. So I'm telling you guys, these cases are going to be precedent-setting cases, and that, that I was glad to see that. So that was one of them, mm-hmm. and awesome. I think that fed right into what we were talking about earlier. Yep. And we'll get a couple of these comments because what just happened to this little striper flicker tail feed right into what I'm going to read next. All right. Let's see what we got. Oh, that was a scheme. Yeah, yeah, what we, we got, got there. Those pink BB guns have taken out a few mice that came into our house. Yeah, worked perfect on them. Brian, I like the lightning fast reload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that crossbow, they reload really fast, man. It's just super. Uh, on the crossbow, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they're super fast, aren't they? <laughs> so. All right, so... We just saw the the little <clears throat> varmint out here, right? And no, we're and like it, Scott, we got play by play hunting right there on air. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh man, and hey, and uh, YouTube and Facebook, it was a BB gun, so relax. We'll relax. Have to see what happens. Yeah. I said we probably won't get Nick's because Larry the Lib ain't on here no more. We took care. Yeah, of that, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I wasn't gonna put it on there, but I had to show. It. Anyway. Anyway. Um, it's prairie dog season. Clay shooting prairie dogs is one of my favorite things to do. I, if not the favorite, I mean, I'm super passionate deer hunter too. But I mean, you get one shot, and you know, and then the work starts. But so I'm gonna go through here. 
real quick, um, Mauser, Mauser may, I don't know, a lot of people even know about Mauser bolt action rifles, Clayton. I, I don't think they do. I think I know what you're going to, I don't know, I know what article you're I was, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, the Mauser M18 um, was, was, was rated the best budget hunting rifle of 2023, mm -hmm. long range hunting rifle by Outdoor Life magazine. And if you don't know Mauser rifles, I've kind of, we've been following them on Facebook for a man. They make some pretty sweet rifles. They're made in Germany. And, you know, to charm engineering, they're very smart and very precise, <laughs> you know. So um, this guy tested um, John Snow, Outdoor Life shooting editor, uh, went through the data compiled through shooting 11 of these, of the, of these most accurate long-range budget hunting rifles now. These are budget, not. I mean, right. when I say budget, when you hear the cost of it, it's not like it's not like a five hundred dollar rifle, but it's not ridiculous either. So, I always kind of call them a, either an entry level uh, rifle, good first time. I mean, or it's or definitely not down gun. there with yeah. the with right. the with the Savage. What were we talking about earlier? Savage access. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. No, <laughs> this is way more quality than that. But yeah. I mean, accuracy. But anyways. So the accuracy figures in Outdoor Life's best long-range rifles of 2023 were derived by taking the average of the 10 best five-shot groups. So he wasn't just shooting three-shot, you know, we're good. We got a nice mm -hmm. little cloverleaf there. Five-shot groups, the rifle delivered during the evaluation. Not, And he says, not only are five-shot groups more telling than three-shot groups, which I 100% agree with, but averaging it out over 10 groups raises the bar. And I, I, I you will see the groups in here are pretty impressive for what he did, actually. Um, the Mauser 18, it has a, a three-lug bolt action, obviously, based on the Remington 700, which, I mean, everybody who's in those, well, what was it, number one selling bolt action, right, Clay, on yep. what we just talked about? Yeah, in, uh, in our last uh, gun broker deal there. Yep, and this guy says, best long-range deer rifle for the money. And and uh, Blazer Group, which, which, which I think they import the Mauser. Says we're honored to receive the recognition from Outdoor Life. The M18 was designed to deliver the benefits of German engineering and manufacturing, superior reliability, durability, and accuracy in its class. So I'll get in a little. This ain't gonna take too long, but the Mauser 18 bolt action rifle is available in Savannah Tan, U.S. Marine Corps camo, which that's a badass stock. I, I love that freaking camo. <laughs> that's, that's when I put that thing up on Facebook all the time. Like, God, I love that. And the Fred Bear old school camo, which I'm not sure which that one is, but Fred Bear's a cool dude. I don't know. So, um, you know, big time bow hunter. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so whatever. Someone maybe can clue us in on what the. Fred yeah. Bear well, I think Andy, if he's still around, he's a big Fred Bear. I think Fred Bear, he's actually Fred Bear's pro team, right? He's on the pro staff. Yeah, I believe so. But uh, the the Fred Bear stock, and it comes with grip inserts. You know, it just gives a little different color, and you can alter it for like more of a pistol grip or a traditional, like the European grip. And of course, the barrel's threaded, which is awesome. You know, so you can put on your suppressor or muzzle brake. Um, cold hammer forged German steel, and honestly, German steel and Japanese steel are probably the two best steels in the world. I could be yeah, wrong. Somebody sad. correct me if I'm wrong, but. But um, three position safety, adjustable triggers, and you can you can adjust it from two and a quarter up to four and a quarter, which is awesome. I'd I'd love that, and even four and a quarter at their high end. That's pretty. That's four and a quarter is pretty low for a high end adjustment. Mm -hmm. Sixty degree oversized bolt with three locking lugs and two ejector pins for a quick smooth cycling. 
of the cartridge. And this is great too, Clay. You get it. Comes with a five round standard, right? Which is, I mean, that's that's three more than Biden and, and Obama wants you to have. <laughs> I think you should have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can also, Clay. Oh boy, here we go, baby. You can also get ten rounders for it. Oh. So the reason I'm horrible. working this into what I said about Parade is you get it 220. It comes. You'll see the calibers on name all, but you can get it in 223 with a 10 round mag and a threaded barrel. And what this thing shoots, this would be, this would be an Press awesome. Press that baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what did Eric say in here? Go ahead and get that in there, Clay. Before I get Eric says, God, I live two miles from a big prairie dog town and I'm rebuilding the prairie dog town in my backyard after the neighbor poisoned them. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have captured this guy live for you or whatever. Yeah. You... Brian just chimed in about the Parker. got a Parker hail 25 on six with the Mauser action. Love that rifle. Uh, was my wife's grandfather. Awesome. Yeah, Mauser's been around for a long time. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, for sure. We, oh, yeah. A I lot mean, of custom guns. World War One and Mauser. World. Yeah, I mean, Mauser's. That's. Yep. I mean, they're they're ingrained in the history of firearms. Yes. So, but uh, I'll give you. So it weighs it weighs in here at six and a half pounds overall length, forty one and three quarter inches. Yeah, it's backed by a sub sub MOA performance guarantee. Doesn't have a lifetime warranty like a lot of rifles here do, but it does have a 10-year. I mean, if the thing makes it 10 years, you're probably good to go. It uh, accepts Remington 700 long action style mounts and a thread pattern, of course, half inch by 28 in the 223, 243, 270, um, 6.5 Pimp Creedmoor, 6.5 PRC, 7mm mag, and 9.16 by 24. And, that, and that's the bigger ones coming in here, 30-odd 6, 300 wind mag. And of course, baby, the tree zero eight, and that's what they use for their test gun, um, Clay. Oh, if anybody's wondering really? what these five shot groups were, so he took the five shot groups out of ten. He shot ten five shot groups, and the average out of all these ten groups is pretty impressive. Uh, was 0.877 inch. Wow! Right, so that's definitely under MOA because MOA is just oh, a hair wow. over an inch. But yeah, for five shot, I mean, most people. Honestly, Clay, most people probably couldn't even shoot even <laughs> a three-shot yeah. group that small. But And the best group measured at 0.673 inches, and that was with a 165-grain Nosler Acubon, which Acubons, I, I'm, I'm a huge Nosler bullet fan, but Acubons are eh, not really known for their super accuracy, but that's pretty badass. And now, Clay, for the best part, the price. Everybody's wondering what a budget, the best What's budget, the right? Price? And depending on what the camel pattern was on the stock, the cheapest one was the Savannah 10. And then and then those are 815. I looked on Bud's gun shop. And no, no, Bud's doesn't give us any deals either. Hey, Bud's, I mean, <laughs> no. Clay and I are way open to it. We're, but, we're always open. Yeah, we're always open. And but the but the ones with the with the US Marine Corps camel and the Fred Bear camel, those were 910. So but I mean, not horrible. I think, yeah, for if you want to shoot a little longer range, this thing's awesome. You can get the five or 10 round mag detachable, which is great. I always love the detachable magazines. I think that's a must have for me. But yeah, that's Mauser. Go, go check them out. They got, and again, Clay, they don't give us a dime, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> this is just stuff we think is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. So yeah, it's good. If you're looking for, I uh, got a buck tag. You're looking for a new rifle. Hey, go ahead and check them guys out. I know it's made yep. in Germany, but the but the importer Blazer. Hey, they're they're Americans, and uh, you're giving you're giving Americans money just like you got a Tika. Hey, I'm buy a Tika. Huh? Guess what? Tika. Tika's imported too. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Guys, imported guns is nothing new. Um, yeah. Even the Winchesters now, you guys do realize Winchester went out of business. They just were rebought, and Winchester is not what you think it is anymore. It's not. It's, it's a fine gun, but it's not the USA-made stuff out of Connecticut anymore, out of New Haven. So, Right, right. But, yeah, I mean. Let's hey, see. Uh, one shot cap, he chimes in. The oldest gun I got is a Steffens A&T number 41, 22 single shot pocket pistol, approximately 120 years <laughs> old. Wow. <laughs> That's that's awesome. Handed down from Man. his great grandpa. There's what I'm talking about, and I've got I've got bought several. My both my grandfather's, you know, on my mom and dad's side, mm-hmm. I was able to keep the guns that they had for the most part. And those guns mean more to me than anything, and they will to my kids. That that's just outstanding. Your great grandpa, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really. I mean, that's an old gun. That that's freaking awesome. Man. Yep. Nope, I love that. That's what it's about. And according to commies like and tyrants like Biden, uh, you shouldn't be able to pass that to the no. You go through a background check and get it. Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They don't want them all to have them in a KMA, Mister Biden. <laughs> KMA. All right, Clayton, what do you want to do at eight fifteen? You want to do another yeah. bullet point, or you? I'm going to do one quick one just because Let's it actually it. relates to what I just talked about okay. and to North Dakota. Good. Um, I didn't even know this place existed, but the ATF, you know, ATF revoking FFL is up 500% yep. since Biden took over. Mm-hmm. Valley City, North Dakota is where this story lands. Oh, boy. ATF revoked both federal firearms licenses that belong to the gun shop that sued the federal government over the now dead frames and receiver rule. We just heard the ruling on that, right? That's why I did that one first. Yeah. Well, this is one of the ones that sued the federal government as well, one of the other cases. Morehouse Enterprises in North Dakota, Valley City, teamed up with Gun Owners of America to fight the attempt from the ATF to regulate unfinished frames and receivers, and, of course, through a bureaucratic fiat. And mm-hmm. we just heard – so I'm not going to go too much in that because we just heard what happened. It was thrown out by a Texas yeah. judge. I'm sure this is going to – Again, work its way through and be appealed as well. But well, then they should reinstate their FFLs, right? Yeah, you would think so, right? But here's what it is: uh, the lawsuit is the first case now in the country to challenge this now vacated rule. Um, as we heard, we already heard it was actually challenged and, and done. So now they're basically going to challenge it again to restore their FFL. In a nutshell. Uh, Morehouse Enterprises filed suit. The ATF launched an inspection of the gun shop. So as soon as they filed that suit, boom, mm-hmm. on May 23rd, the ATF informed Morehouse Enterprises of its intent then to revoke both the company's FFLs, even though the second FFL did not have any violations. So the company itself actually held two different separate FFLs for two different separate businesses. I did, couldn't get a lot of information on Morehouse Enterprises themselves. I suppose with all the lawsuits going on, they pulled a lot of stuff off the websites. Yep. Um, the inspection, though, March 6, 2023. Now, this was a couple months before you know they decided to revoke. ATF issued a report of violations. The ATF found five policy violations. And then, so the the actual inspection, you know, they came in and they did the inspection. Uh Basically, the industry operators inspector, Jacob Temp, jokingly told the store owner that the ATF discussed whether the inspection would look like retaliation for the court case. The IOA or the IOI said that the ATF originally would delay any inspection for at least three years 
pending litigation, but uh, they decided to do it anyway. So they showed up, and even the guy, he jokingly said it. Well, then May, March 6th, they get their report, found five policy violations. You want to hear what they were? Mm-hmm. So three of them are just simple paperwork errors. That can happen. We're human. It can happen. And then two of them were supposedly serious, and here's what they are. They had uh, first violation was the store forgot to record the return of a firearm to a customer that brought it in for gunsmithing. If those of you don't know, when you bring a firearm into an FFL for gunsmithing, they're supposed to log it into their book, and then, of course, they'll log it back out to you. I mean, just to have a simple repair done. And mm. Most people don't even know that. No, I didn't. Second violation is the store accidentally writing a customer's social security number in the NICS, that's your background check, transaction number. So when you do your 4473 and they call it in to the uh, NICS system, the National Instant Background Check System, you get a transaction number. And any of these guys like uh, David or any of our FFL dealers can tell you that that's what that number is. They mistakenly put the social security number in that box. Mm-hmm. Again, things happen, right? Right. The third clerical right. error was a number left off of a NICS transaction number well it's a long number yeah they just forgot to write one of the numbers down so those weren't horrible the other two a little more serious according to him they transferred a handgun to a georgia resident now if anyone's not aware this happened a long time ago that you cannot transfer any handguns to anybody unless it's another ffl if they're not a resident of the state that's the way Mm -hmm. to long guns are fine not handguns and I don't know the background on the Georgia thing because it just didn't say it. Now, I, I assume that it might be this. The second violation was that they allowed a customer, it doesn't say it's the same one, but I just bet that's what this is about, to use a Georgia concealed carry permit in place of the Nick's background check because Georgia's concealed permit does allow, there's exceptions to that background check, like North Dakota's. If you have the class, the class one or two concealed carry permit, you can bypass the 4473 because it is suffice for the national instant background check. Well, that's what they did here. But again, it doesn't matter. It wasn't an FFL. So, I mean, they, that is a legitimate thing. Thing is, with both all of these violations, they've never resulted in a, in a revoking of a FFL. Mm-hmm. Usually you get a warning. Um, it's called a warning conference. It's, it's recorded. It's basically on your history. Don't let it happen again type thing. Nope, they went ahead and just took their, completely took their uh, FFLs away. Um, and uh, here's what they're saying: Morehouse Enterprises, they're going to take, they're going to take issue with it. They're going to, they filed their complaint against the ATF, and they're claiming that the bureau's actions are arbitrary, capricious, and abuse of discretion, and not in accordance with law. I would agree with that. They also claim that the ATF is acting in, in, in a vindictive manner. And they are denying the Morehouse Enterprises due process rights and have violated any kind of uh, retaliatory, or basically they were violated by retaliatory prosecution. I think they're right. Um, I absolutely thought, I think that this is about being, being vindictive, oh, and yeah. teaching, teaching you, me, everybody, don't take us on. If you do, we're coming after you. We're going to make it hell for you and we're going to make you spend a lot of money. Mm. That's exactly what's happening. That is what they do in places like Germany and Russia and every other communist nation. They scare you. They intimidate you. And that's what happened. I found it interesting that it happened in Valley City, North Dakota. I never heard a word yeah, about it. Yeah, I didn't either. I just 
I just happened to be going through articles like, what's this? Valley City, North Dakota. So well, there you go. And then, a little longer winded. And then uh, Joe's son, uh, you know, he uh, lies on the 4473 and throws his pistol in a, in a dumpster and nothing happens to him. Nothing happens, and then he drops coke at the White House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that that was my my last. All right, Clay. Well, I'll get. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to go through this real quick, and then you can get to Clay's Clay's uh, Pro Second <laughs> Amendment Company here. Um, last two a bullet point I got. It's called uh, Long Shot Hawk Smart Scope. I think a lot of people are familiar with the phone scope. Um, I have a phone scope. This thing is. Uh, the Hawks, the Hawk Smart Scope is a compact portable camera system. It's like a little box, actually. It, to me, it looks like, and it, it clips on, it screws onto the back of your spotting scope, kind of like the phone scope does, right? But yep. uh, it's just a little different here. It's a camera system that app enabled for easy viewing on Bluetooth capable devices. Attach the device to your spotting scope, and the Hawk streams the view straight to your app enabled smartphone. Um, it's weather and drop resistant. The Hawk provides 12 hours of continue, which is impressive. 12 hours. This, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's a long time. Right? I want to say it's about the size of a maybe a little smaller than a box of 12 gauge shotgun shells by the looks of it. It's orange and black. But uh and um from yeah, 12 hours of continuous use from a single charge does not require cellular or Wi-Fi service and comes with a two-year warranty, custom case and wall charger. Um, a 1920 by 1080 pixel camera contained within the durable plastic housing. Ability to attach and center its camera behind any spotting scope with an ocular lens that measures between 36 millimeters and 58. Comes in at 250 bucks. You can check that thing out at um, longshotcameras.com. Looks awesome. It's, wow. I mean, it's deer spotting season right now. You know, you want to you wanna see them in velvet and start getting pictures of them or videos of them or like I do, yeah, you know, take yeah. them through there and put them on our, our social media pages. And <laughs> it works great for getting prey dogs blown up too. So <laughs> absolutely. Love yeah. It. Just an alternative. That's an alternative to the phone scope. I have no complaints about the phone scope. I love my phone scope. It's uh, it's, it's great. I, you know, just got a new yeah. phone and then it, it, it fits same size as my old phone. So I don't have to buy, spend another hundred bucks or whatever it is to <laughs> buy all those dang attachments. And it works. You're right. It works pretty good. You've taken a lot of videos from that, and uh, you yeah. can't really tell it's not a high-end camera. It right. Does a real good job. Right. Yeah, especially when the sun's out, man. Then that makes a big difference too when the sun's out. How you can see it. So. Absolutely. All right, Clayton. All right. Well, I tell you what. Yeah, we're gonna do something a little different. I actually called it Clay's Patriotic or Patriot Company of the Week, but same difference. Second Amendment. So give us a little intro, and we'll go into it. All right.
Beautiful. All right. I, I had to play the whole thing. I might show <laughs> that up later, but I thought that kind of turned out pretty cool. So oh, yeah. With that, um, I'm just going to say a little bit about this company. You know, I was kind of looking. It's pretty easy for us to find them, especially here in North Dakota, even in the Bismarck area. Um, and I thought I, I can't say enough about this particular company because they've been so patriotic and so supportive of the Second Amendment, NRA banquets, uh, of course, guns in general. Um, you go out to their their own ranges and have a lot of fun. He's happy to host anybody at his place. Bring people out there who haven't shot. I, I imagine what we're going to end up doing is uh, when we do the Jay Dillon versus Todd Mitchell deal, <laughs> yeah. that's the range it'll take place on. And uh, very generous, too, not just with uh, supporting Second Amendment programs, shows, causes. I mean, you name it. He's generous with his time and he's generous with 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 his range and his place. And yeah, so that means that I couldn't think of a better first Patriot company of the week than our own sponsor, Laurel Auto Repair. Right. And I just want to throw that out there and thank them. To me, you're not going to find a, a better Second Amendment supporting, patriotic supporting, freedom-minded guy than, than Doug Wolf down yep. there we call max yep at lower auto repair 309 washington street there it is right there um he's in fact he's the guy that made these cups for us yeah, uh, as we started out yep. um i mean guys i look at it like this if we are not out there it's like anything else when, when we're, we're after the comedy company don't do business with them these guys you want to do business with you can go there you know that your money's going to a place that's going to support causes going to support shows like this Get the word out. And I can't think of anything better than doing business with people that think like we do. Um, you know, so many times we're forced to go to companies and businesses that mm -hmm. unfortunately don't share what we believe as far as the United States goes and our freedom. But we have to buy their product because they're the only ones that sometimes have it. And it does happen. I try not to do that, but even me. Yeah. And I'm sure Jamie, too. I oh, mean, it's yeah. Just, I mean, it's, you know, it's like these signs behind us. That Rick's and uh, you know maybe there's another signs candidate. of wonders. Absolutely, I mean that guy is a solid patriot. <laughs> hey Rick, if you listen, I saw you on the river the other day, and you're, you got a big, <laughs> big cabin cruiser. It's called see it on the back says Nemesis on it. Oh, uh, tried to get his attention, but he probably jamming over there and didn't hear us. So that's okay. That's okay. So I that that is my very first Patriot Company of the Week is Perfect. our main sponsor, our headline founding sponsor, Laura Auto Repair. Doug Wolf and the boys down there do a fantastic job. They'll get you set up right. Your money is going to support people and, and a business that supports our way of life. So, again, Doug, thank you for your support. Yes, sir. And thank you for being a great American. And you guys are Laurel Auto Repair, my patriot company of the week. Great choice, Clay. Well done, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, he's listening, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got it up eight. there. He says, thank you. And, and yes, thank you. Um, I can't say enough. He must have did the play ball right after. Yeah, he did that. He played the National Anthem. He would play ball up there. All right. Yeah, Brian Water. Hey, appreciate that, buddy. He says, by the way, I love the fun videos, Jamie. Yeah. You want to oh, see yeah. some, you want to see some ultra, ultra cute and adorable um, mule deer fawns and, and their mama go on, uh, go on our Facebook and YouTube page. And I got it on Twitter too. Check it out on there. And I didn't go get it. Go check it out. 
Yeah, yeah, they they are pretty cute. They're pretty cute little suckers for sure. Hopefully, they're still there when I get there this week, and the and the coyote pups didn't get them. So, one other thing, guys, is <laughs> I I just had this text come in. Yes, this is the only shirt with this logo. If you are interested in one, just email me right there, Clay at GunsInThe701.com or JD at GunsInThe701.com. We'll make you one with this logo too. Uh, we just went with the first original retro logo, mm-hmm. but if you're interested in this one. Absolutely, they're the same price. Yeah, um, it doesn't cost any more or any less. Yeah, money. I'm gonna be hey, I'm gonna be wearing my sleeveless one tomorrow when I'm out at shoot. It's gonna be 85, man. That's enough for sleeve weather. I'm hey, a sleeveless yeah. guy, anyways. It ain't because I think I got big hey, arms. It's just that I'm, I'm like about caught up on stuff. I'm about caught up on hand, so we're gonna have to start, start talking about prairie dog shoots and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. My buddy Bill texted me today. He's almost done hay, and he wants to go again. I said, "When you're done, let me know. We'll get we'll get it set up." Because I know a blind guy yeah, wants absolutely. to go, and and uh, our buddy from uh, Cut and Go Lawn Brax, he wants to go. So we'll maybe get... we need to bring them all down here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely down with that. I gotta. Heck yeah, we can make that. We can happen. bump up the the income there of the of the bar that night too. So. Give him a good night. <laughs> oh, that reminds me now. Uh, we got to talk to Leon. I've always wanted to do this because I had one guy that was going to do it from Florida, but he didn't make it up here. But we always wanted to walk into our local bar. I think I told you this story, didn't I? And I and I want to. I want a man of of his uh, background and 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 color. Yep. I would love to have our our very great friend Leon Francis, who is a great black American. great American. Can't, can't they can't say it. Where's Cap right here? Yep, absolutely. And have him walk in with a duffel bag that looks like it's full of something. And I'm going to walk in with a briefcase later. We're going to sit down at a table, not say a word to each other, exchange <laughs> bags, and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make everybody talk around oh, here. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That would be fun. I'd love to I see think, that, too. I think Leon would be up for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guarantee oh, you. Would. Leon would love fun. that. Leon would love it. So Leon, if you if you watch this or listen on the podcast, buddy, we have got to have some fun. Yeah. You got to come. He'll hit it on the podcast for sure. I guarantee. He's every week. <laughs> so. Leon's a great American. He just is. And uh, oh yeah, he yeah, he eats liberal so much he moved his family out of Fargo. So yeah, yes. Take it. So. All right, all With right, Clay. That, one more thing here, and then we'll we'll end it up. Yeah. We'll end up. So here's what's coming up right now. Oh, baby. Happy ending of the week coming up. Never gets old. <laughs> all right, Clay. It's a, it's a shorter one, but, man, it's it's a happy one. So, all right, here we go. April 24th, a man in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. As a matter of fact, Clay, um, <laughs> where our buddy Leon's from, Louisiana. That's right. Uh, he heard someone banging on his door around 10 p.m. When he opened the door, a man rushed in and started punching him in the face. However, the resident armed himself before opening the door. So when the man forced his way into his house and attacked, the armed citizen was able to shoot the intruder in self-defense. The home invader died from the gunshot wounds. Happy ending right there. Mm-hmm. Police reported the shooting was justified. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 425-23. That's your happy oh, ending of the week. Don't break ending. into somebody's house and start punching them because that would be the last punches you'd be throwing. Don't do it here. Don't yeah. do it here. Well, you're probably not even going to get into the house to do it to me. So, uh, and it'd be a lot of fun for you to try. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, 
It's like I keep telling people, don't worry about calling the sheriff or the cop. Just call Evans and Jensen Funeral Home, and they'll take care of it. Are you? <laughs> Eric said he's got he's watching Amelia Dole two funded yeah. out of his living room right now. Oh, yeah, awesome man. Thank and you. a little update from last week. You know, I was over there hanging on my two quarters that uh, is I call the honey hole. By golly, I think I sent you some pictures. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Looks the awesome. bucks are moving in. Uh, they're in velvet. They're looking good. Um, awesome. you know, I know all my whitetails died a couple of years ago, but they're coming back. I found a ton of little uh, sheds that are three and four point, and they're not like little miniature crappy ones. I mean, you can tell that these are probably deer that are they're young, but they moved back in, and they're going to probably they just they look different. I don't know how to explain it to you guys, but I think I got some potential here in a couple yeah. of years. I might have some nice deer there again. Yeah, and it was good good to see that. I've seen several fawns now. Wow. They, they really are starting to come out of the woodwork. So mm -hmm. very happy to see that because I thought maybe it uh, – you know, I, I, I didn't have a lot of hope earlier this year because I wasn't seeing much. I didn't either, Clay. And like I said, two weeks ago, and all, even on Friday night, we didn't see nothing the next morning. We did, and not like it's usually – you know, it was about yeah. half, but, I mean, I was just glad to see something. So no bucks. I, I haven't seen some little ones, but go ahead. One one shot says nice job, Doug, and I'm sure that's uh yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. great awesome. So, awesome. Well, with that, I guess I'm just gonna remind everybody that every Monday in the crosshairs with J D and Clay and Jay Dillon as our host, that comes on at eleven thirty mountain, twelve thirty central. And that's KFYRplus.com. Go ahead and hit KFYRplus.com and you'll find the live feed there. And you know what? We're having some fun with Jay, and uh, we'll keep you guys posted because I think we're going to have a little uh, competition between KFYR plus Jay, Jay Dillon yep. and Todd Mitchell from KFYR 550. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And we're definitely going to video that. Yeah, and if you're and if you're new to the show and you're wondering why, why Todd, because every Friday at, at um, what is it, Clay? 7.40 a.m. Mountain, Mountains, yep. 8.40 a.m. Central. Clay and I are on with uh, Mitchell in the morning on KFOR 5.50 a.m. We're on there for about 15, 20 minutes with Todd, and we just kind of want to make it the battle of the KFYRs <laughs> right yep, there. there. Absolutely. And they both sound like they're in, and and uh, I, I mean, we all know Todd's definitely pro-gun, and, and um, I don't know, somebody said Jay really wasn't, but I don't know, he seems pretty open um, you know what? what we've if been he talking about. He's definitely opened up uh, about it. I can I can see that, and I'm glad we could do that. That's what this is about, guys. Yeah. Never be afraid to take somebody on the other side, even you know, whether he is or not. Anybody that's on the other side and introduce them. Yep. Um. Who knows? You might make a lifelong shooter and, and Second Amendment advocate rather than have them on the other side against you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I told him we'll, we'll even do it all suppressed so you guys don't have to wear much. Oh, yeah. So. so don't have to. And, <laughs> you know, he was actually, he likes, I think he really likes. Yeah. Jay seems to dig suppressors for sure. And he don't understand why it's not. I loved it when he said, I can't understand why they're not making you do that. Todd said the same thing. Yeah. You'd think that the government yeah. would want you to have that because yeah. it's a safety measure. They're all about safety until they're not. Yeah. So. Until they're not. So I love it. Um, it's been a lot of fun doing both them shows. So Yeah. Tune in, like I said, uh, Friday, Mitchell in the morning. I think we're going to have a good one. I imagine tomorrow by tomorrow sometime there'll be a new poll up on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. The Facebook yep. page. Uh, yep. Of course, we're, we're broadcasting on Twitter. Uh, we're, of course, broadcasting YouTube and Fascist Book. And even on Rumble. So check them all out. I see Rumble. Jamie mentioned it the other day. Yeah, we're getting some more traffic over Twitter there. is too. I was kind of surprised there in the last couple of weeks. The Twitter activities yeah. kicked up. And 
and uh mark and nicole are going to show me some stuff tomorrow maybe we can get some more people in on there on twitter too so sounds great we're up we're up for it man let's hit it sounds fun let's get it done perfect sounds good to me so we're coming up here just a little over an hour and a half and i want to thank everybody tonight for tuning in um, it's summertime. I get it. If uh, some of you guys are missing it, that's okay. Yeah. I see Trampus. I don't know if he was on the whole time, but he chimed in there a little bit, uh, just a little, just a few minutes ago, really. So he said something about having a smoker. You know what? And these guys, they have a business, him and his buddy. That'd be some good food if we had oh. them come down with a smoker. Oh, man. Love me. So I got a big, you know, Clay, you saw my big smoker next to the house. He's... Oh, yeah. I, nothing <laughs> like smoked meat, man. Nothing like smoked meat. And, uh, David Fetting, you got that. That's going to be great. So that must have been when we were talking about some of our other stuff. Yeah. Great show, guys, from Kevin. Brian's got on here. Thanks, uh, guys. Appreciate good it. Good show. We need more live on <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was something. Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, hey, I seen the flicker tail out here and got rid of him, and, and Eric seen a mule deer outside his window. So, well, see- David, when we have that shoot off, we'll make sure you get an invite. I, bet, yeah. I, mean, I imagine that's what you were talking yeah. about. Yeah. So. I mean, got, they, Todd's always working and Dave works two jobs. So we're going to have to conglomerate, you know, we'll figure a date yeah. out and, and then we'll hopefully the dang weather out. cooperates with us when we do it. So Dave has got in there. If there are lefties, they can be made a righty. They've been brainwashed once you teach them right again. And that's true. I've noticed that, you know, that's the difference with us. When you're on the side that we are on, we're based in the Constitution, we're based in fact. Uh, I'm based heavily in my, in my Christian beliefs. And all that comes together under my conservative hat. And I can tell you right now, I don't have to be brainwashed because that's my beliefs. That's what I grew up. I can see looking at things going, this is how it is. On the other side, though, it is about being brainwashed. We see it in public indoctrination schools from the government. You see it everywhere in the fake news media. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it just it's hour after hour after hour of just BS crap. And I see it all the time. Yeah, if you listen to enough of that crap, and then if it's... What do you want to say? If people are tolerating it and they're condoning it, it's going to get worse. And we've seen that happen. But once they can be exposed to reality, it takes some time. You're never going to get them all. But every once in a while you get them and you're like, oh, they're like, huh. Well, yeah, that makes sense. This is crazy. I can't believe I even believe the other way. It does yeah. happen. Oh, yeah. You can definitely. I think there's a lot more people that left that go to the right when they get older than vice versa. So I think you're right. I, I absolutely agree. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm moving farther right as I get older. I don't think I could go any farther. But <laughs> Hey, Waylon, he says, Waylon Turner says, great job, guys. Thanks, Waylon. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks appreciate for it, helping uh, get those get those raffle tickets sold. And, again, yep. really appreciate you uh, putting and that swag all that, over your truck, brother. If um, anybody needs any raffle tickets, uh, again, this is on the Noreen AR-10. It's chambered in a 30-odd six. Benane hunting caliber. Done, hunting yeah, caliber is done in, the engraving. And then we Cerakoted it. We did Cerakote it in black again, but it's that's sweet. a Cerakote finish. This is a gun you go out and use. It is a hunting rifle. 30-odd six, AR-10. Noreen is a fantastic firearm. We got this from 1760 Sports, David Fetting. And I'm telling you guys, you cannot find a, a better quality firearm than this one right here. $20 tickets, and I have some, of course. Uh, Jamie's still got some. Yep. Whalen had some. I don't know if he's out. We'll get more. <laughs> yeah, Whalen's like but, the salesman uh, of the year. We will definitely get you a ticket if you need them. Um, last count, I think we're right at about 150 plus. I'm not quite sure what the ones that you guys got, so we'll just have to add them up. But 
I also handed out a bunch to the board members here last week at the meeting. Uh, so if they sell all of theirs, that'll be another hundred real easy. And uh, we plan to give this away uh, the weekend of August 19th at Grant County Fair if we're sold out. Um, generally, we are, or we might have a handful yeah. left. Well, but uh, that's the plan. If anybody's listening up, uh, you know, Mercer County, I'm going to be up to probably Saddle Sore Saturday night. I'll have them along. And, and I think and if he sells gonna, out, yeah. he'll take orders <laughs> and we'll send him some. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, I think um, Josette texted me there at, at Hanging by a Thread um, Sewing. She's going to have all her caps done. So I'll bring some of them up. You guys want a cap? I think I got some shirts left. I'll bring them all up if you're interested. And we oh. definitely have to check with our gal that's working on our website. Yeah. She is working on it. She's going to try to get our store up and running. It's just taking a little, you know, this ain't, that ain't her full-time job either. She's got a full-time job. Right. So I know it's beyond my knowledge, so hopefully she'll get her figured yeah. out for us. Yes. All right, Clay. Well, Let's... with that, I guess uh, we want to wish everybody a great rest of the week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Send some freedom seeds downrange. You doesn't get any more American than that. Have fun with Mark and them guys. Uh, wish I could come up there. But you I'm bet. Thanks, buddy. We will. Oh, you'll see the videos, I'm sure. All right. So, well, guys, keep your powder dry. We'll see you next week.